Hello and welcome to a new episode of Faded Breaks, you divine weeb of weed. I'm your host, chief executive news, creative producer, and most importantly, illustrator of Faded Lane, the premier art and strategy studio of the cannabis industry that helps cannabis brands by forging cool-ass immersive stories that sell. This podcast is about weed and, most importantly, anime or video games, comics, um, other nerd media that I'm probably forgetting because I am a little bit high. Take this ethereal break with me to indulge in whatever legal products, <coughs> excuse me, legal products that I am trying as a medical cannabis patient in the state of Maryland or when I travel there at some point to other states in Ronaland and my review recommendation of a top tier piece of nerd media typically anime today's episode covers flower grown by Grow West in Maryland, a Maryland grower and processor. Maybe they're a processor, whatever. But they grow. They have this delightful flower that I had purchased called, because uh, it's acronym, acronym it's fruit, Fruity Pebbles OG and it's crossed with sour diesel. Fine as fuck. And as for me today, I am talking about that Attack on Titan episode that dropped as of January 9th, as well as, since it just popped in my head and I just got back into comics, so I'll be talking about a somewhat older issue of X-Men that came out last year that featured Emma Frost and Jean Grey saving storm they are my favorite bitches so gonna hop right into this episode kick back under 30 minutes and don't forget if you didn't know every monday at 10 p.m eastern standard time we do meet on clubhouse eventually on other platforms like spotify green room and maybe twitter maybe a tiktok live but for now, focus on Clubhouse. Look up at Elaine the Muse. Show notes, check those for links. And let's hop to this episode. Faded Lane is the elite solo powered illustration studio helping cannabis brands forge timeless creative solutions that sell, particularly with illustration as the host of faded breaks naturally i'm gonna push my own shit (laughs) and it may be a benefit to you a benefit to someone that you know and value so my business i specialize in illustration services and somewhat as a subsidiary or supplement supporting aspect to that also creative direction as a creative producer creative direction production and consulting specifically with 
developing creative campaigns, whether it's narrowing down your brand story, baking in the elements of brand lore, which is my visualized concept for developing out your brain into a world and you know visualize that let's play with some escapism whether that is getting packaging package art on your packages or other forms of products as well as merchandise or apparel designs illustration designs potentially a mural using the basics of either my more fantastical style or a more toned down style where I use visual noting or sketch noting, which is visualizing information, which is essential for content, especially if you create an ongoing series that your audience looks forward to. And you can turn that into merchandise or digital products or NFTs. All things that we can work on, not just from my experience as an artist, but as a business professional who wants to see you thrive as I thrive, because this is a win-win situation. So if that has gotten you going, head on to the show notes, go to fadelane.com, follow me on Instagram, fadelane, or Twitter at Muse. And I look forward to seeing you there. Be sure to, if you're curious, want to get more involved before you reach out or just get a taste for what I produce, check out the Forged by Faded podcast, updates daily-ish. And there's also the Art Biz and Chill newsletter that goes out every first, third, and fifth Friday. I'll see you there. All right, so hopping into the cannabis of the day. It is, as I said in the intro, Grow West Cannabis Company established in 2016. This is their flower that I purchased from Nirvana Center Dispensary in Baltimore. They be having some killer ass deals. <laughs> and, uh, so this strain is a set of acronyms FPOG cross with SD stands for Free Pebbles OG cross with Sour Diesel and because it was cheap typically Grow West flower that is cheap on sale is untrimmed is untrimmed eighth but that doesn't compromise the quality I'll say just getting straight into the rundown of these labs. I don't even know why I wrote them down when I have the package in my hand. But anyway, so we got about 22% THC, which is pretty hefty. Pretty, I guess, the standard for an average smoker. But for relatively new, it might be a lot as far as the terpenes. It's dominant in terpenoline. You should have known. 
you should have just known but it's it's full of like some good stuff so terpenely that like 0.54 percent so it's dominant followed by 0.41 percent myrcene the rest of them are around like 0.10 percent which i feel like is worth mentioning if it's not close to 10 percent like the 0.10 percent i don't even mention it but we got alpha pinene beta pinene linalool beta carefeline and <clears throat> yeah those are the only ones worth talking about but yeah this stuff how do i feel about the smoke i can't completely say what i feel about like the actual smoke <clears throat> flower i purchase kind of dry i don't have any humidors to restore some of the like moisture in the flower which would better eh, give some improvement to the quality of it but you know it pretty much just crumbled when i put it in the grinder you know it handled itself and i've been using a bong bong depending on it's not clean right now cleaned it uh, maybe three days ago bit of heavy use so flavor didn't really come through main thing that stuck out to me i guess would be effects i feel good i don't feel overwhelmed it do be knocking me the fuck out but i think that just comes with the package of weed but um yeah it does hit well because i do a bong like i'm not doing like half a joint or anything I think half a joint would really push me over. That's the reason why I've mainly been on the bong is it takes, you know, having the water, being able to add ice, brings down the temperature of the smoke. I can inhale more without. I know coughing is really the thing to really feel the high, but it's just, uh, it's just messy. It just feels messy. So I don't like it. So I don't like doing it. So, gotta make it gentle. The bong is the way. And because, like, the, uh, it's not called a cup. I forgot what the glass bit is called. But the bowl, pretty much the bowl of the bong, of course. The, because of the size of it, that's about, I'd say maybe a quarter of a joint quarter of like a one gram maybe like a third maybe even less than a third of like a half gram joint and that satisfies me get all the smoke i have balance effects i have been learning i gotta stay active and moving especially when i am medicated because energy just kind of pools into a negative part of me i don't know it's really strange but you know i get moving then i get up my appetite's like back in full force get myself to cook and you know i just be living i just be living with this strain it's really great i also picked up birthday cake which is a grassroots strains but they're popcorn buds again no humidor hella dry so that hasn't been a winner, especially when I'm a fan of birthday cake. So there was, there was that. 
I'd purchased the Free Pebbles OG Sour Diesel before, but I don't know. My mood just, I enjoyed it, but I ended up just mixing it in with stuff. So I didn't really fully experience it like I am now, just an eighth by itself in a bong before when I was just shitting, throwing shit in joints. So, yeah. Would recommend. I don't know what exactly you may be looking for. My conditions are <coughs> scoliosis, back spasms, and oh, maybe that's it. Typically, THC doesn't help me with like the back spasms. Like, it has to be like in combination with CBD, which I am also taking the Alfonso Mango gummies those are like a staple now <laughs> uh, I got a haul of those from Novana Center but yeah no, Alfonso Mango because I get the one-to-ones and I make sure to just have a one-to-one in me in some form throughout the day the THC kind of helps can then help with me then with the back spasms anxiety has been like a I guess I've been grounding my anxiety more, especially when I'm smoking. And since I'm not consuming too much and I'm like managing and being more cognizant of where anxiety is actually, I'm feeling it in my body. Like you kind of think of it as just like a head thing when a lot of things, at least with me, I'm finding very body oriented and somehow there was a separation so cannabis brings me where I belong <laughs> in my body, having a good time. Um, but yeah, as far as the brief mention of the grassroots birthday cake, I've traditionally bought that. That was at some point like a high terpene strain, probably first time I had it. But consistent use of it as far as Maybe it's also because I bought the flour and when I was first getting it, it was as concentrated as like butter or sugar. And that was like a very balanced experience for me. Like I'm what I'm looking for, like, yeah, it's the relief in my back, but it's like my emotions and my emotional pain, my bodily pain or physical pain they're intertwined so when I get that balance basically I'm always looking for strains and other products like edibles and like RSO to make edibles and whatnot because just you got to eat anyway (laughs) so I'm working like I want to include more like CBD in me consuming or like eating and having edibles and stuff and then I just have like the THC to smoke to be like all right I'm I'm actively like grounding in my body to move along with like certain parts of my day and whatnot so yeah that it yeah this was just a really good strain to keep me balanced and the birthday cake was just ah better luck next time (laughs) 
And I think the birthday cake was actually, cause like it's grassroots. I think that was the most expensive one. So yeah, not impressed there. I'm not gonna place any blame because mass produce cannabis is, it's gonna be hit or miss with where it's not dried or cured or packaged or yada, yada, yada properly so that it doesn't, even if it's marked down, because as I talked about on a previous episode where I talked about Ultimate Purple by 1937, I bought that for $15 and that was perfect. And it was moist, it was sticky icky, it was perfect. So yeah, it's hit or miss. It's hit or miss when you're bargaining, but birthday cake, that's a miss. The Free Pebbles OG crossed with Sour Diesel by Grow West. That's a winner. Especially, I'd say, if you get it fresh. Kanban is officially here to jam, baby, with the Indokanban.com. Don't forget the www in front of it, which is my cannabis art brand personifying the most talented of cannabis molecules as music entertainers be it cannabinoids like queen cbd to the zesty limonene of terpy the sub group of the band known for k-pop and r&b aesthetics you can represent your favorite molecule or molecules or the entire band with digital products like printable wall art wall calendars 18 months starting from july 2022 and merchandise such as masks gonna need them bitches aprons coasters backpacks and other miscellaneous things that will expand over the months to come if you would like to see the development of the visual note style be sure to look up Faded Lane, my company that is the oversight. And you can see development via your Faded Hour on my Faded Lane accounts. See videos via Pinterest, the Indocanban Pinterest account, or follow me on TikTok at the Laneiverse. Details, links, everything are in the show notes. And come enjoy the band. All right, welcome to the anime nerd media section of Faded Breaks. I'm getting into this American comic, Giant Size X-Men number one. Came out last year featuring Jean Grey and Emma Frost and Storm. Which I picked up from Cosmic Comics over in now Glen Burnie, Maryland. And I will also be talking about the first episode of part two of the final season, season four of Attack on Titan. The end of it all, just to go with the manga. That will be spoiler free, despite me being a manga reader. So, 
let's hop right into this. So the comic. I wanted to bring it up because there's been plenty of anime talk and like I said, it's also like nerd media in general. So like I mean I've talked about Bayonetta, you know, video games. And so I'm gonna dip into this comic because initially I was gonna make the episode just about Attack on Titan. But I'm I just remember I just got back into comics. So yeah. I used to work at Cosmic Comics when they were in Catonsville, Maryland from I think like twenty twelve to about <laughs> maybe even up to twenty nineteen. I usually so it wasn't like all the time. Pretty much I've always worked free comic book day at Cosmic Comics up until the past two, three years, whatever. But, you know, I have a good relationship with the owner and the GM and the other guy of many positions. I'm not going to say their names because I don't feel... They'll more likely be mentioned again when uh, I pick up the first issue of Saga that is coming back the week of my birthday, baby. But anyway, so on to this comic, finally. So I have no idea what's been happening in the world of X-Men for the past, like, maybe since, like, 2017. Maybe 2018. Maybe 2018. But I haven't been keeping up, hadn't kept up with comics, anything, all the drama the repeats of shit from 30 years ago but this is now the 2020 version of it all that nonsense but you know marvel movies been coming out like i've been still i've been still a part of like the marvel cinematic universe loosely so yeah i'm i just don't really remember what was bringing me back i think it was more so the fact that i wanted to I don't know, just reconnect, reconnect with the comic shop, especially the Glen Bernie now, and I'm just like, oh, that's a bop, but, <laughs> you know, I'm a go, I like them dudes, so I'm gonna keep duding it up with them, and I wanted to get the Invincible, the third compendium, anyway, so, X-Men, loosely, what I can gather up until what I've stopped with, what is potentially going on now i guess what also got my interest was the hellfire gala and all the little fashion outfits and shit everybody looking hot and then by focus emma frost i'm like this bitch oh why she got three outfits she hosting this shit oh what's happening with my girl emma frost so i guess i feel like it's kind of a trope i'm potentially wrong but it's like is a black woman by default yeah storm bitch we're all okay like storm storm is cool jean gray i always wanted to respect her but because she was always all falling over all the time in the cartoon i wasn't for that bitch so eventually i was in the comics i was put on to i guess the iconic series or like arcs in x-men new x-men 
by Grant Morrison and I think Frank Quitely. They basically wrote and they basically created the series of X-Men like where it was basically the part of X-Men where Emma Frost became prominent because she was cheating with Scott. She was having a psychic affair with Scott Sars. <laughs> and Jean Grey found out and busted that bitch brain up. And I'm just like, ooh, the drama. Ooh, this bitch. She's like, bitch, I don't care if you got the Phoenix. I'm fucking on your man. And I'm like, bro, I like this person. And that was also when she developed her second mutation, where she developed a diamond form. And I'm like, yes, bitch is uppity. And she's a literal diamond. Uh, you got mind powers. Jean Grey's out of the picture. You just swoop, swooped up in there. But never really been a Scott Summers fan. So that nigga's dead. And there's like a Jean Grey and Scott Summers from like another timeline. They're the new Cyclops and Jean Grey. So... Hopefully, I'm just hoping Emma Frost does never goes back to Scott Summers. That's been like an ongoing plot point. But on to this actual comment. Man, I've just been wanting to talk about Emma Frost. <laughs> it's pretty much Storm shows up on the X-Men Island, Krakoa, Krakawa, Krakawa, something. And kids are like, oh my god, it's Storm. And then her body is resting or whatever of course magical psychic x-men marvel things are going on with her so jean gray current or alternate timeline jean gray who's now the jean gray that's just current x-men and emma frost they're like all right we going up in this bitch brain so they go into her mind and it's just like there's no dialogue between them so it's all like you know, you got that traditional Pixar feel of let's tell the story without actually telling the story. It's just all visual. And the visuals are great. Beautiful. Artists, amazing. And, you know, they find Storm, blah, blah. And apparently this bitch got like a machine virus that makes her part robot just American comics get on my fucking nerves sometimes <laughs> but I did enjoy that I did enjoy it Emma Frost outfit looking frosty looking just girls cut I love it and really I'm about to just get back and reading X-Men because of Emma Frost's outfits that's enough reason for me to do that so I'm a pause and then briefly get into Attack on Titan. All right, this is the brief overview of the new episode of Attack on Titan that just dropped January 9th for the last season of the show. And spoiler free plan to keep this spoiler free and i am a manga reader so spoiler free i will be hitting that stuff 
but I'm not hinting at anything that's not already foreshadowed in the show. So, how I'm writing it this bitch. What can I say? Only word, unsettle. Unsettle. Just unsettle. It was an unsettling episode. Because Tag on Titan, and this is like after I'd watched Demon Slayer. Just like, eh, it was cool. But this shit um yeah you're just we're in a war nigga (laughs) it's there's nothing really around that it's attack on titan you are you get to feel like you're in the fucking war all these niggas got shot dudes get i think some dude's trying to pull some dude head apart some dude chopped off chick's arm shooting niggas in the head it was just crazy absolute chaos savagery and then of course the drama is levi still alive hanji just escaped from flop what's happening with zeke what happened with that guy armin you can you gonna keep believing in this nigga aaron got us locked up in the cage downstairs the black man's back so much so much to expect so much to desire and interest it's pure chaos it's organized thrilling chaos and as a manga reader i'm gonna tell you it just gets more painful (laughs) there is no letting up on this fucking pressure so i'm gonna be i'm watching the anime to see how they portray this because every fucking chapter of the manga up until the end was stressful and then they got the opening going hard with some metal shit and in the name of it is the rumbling and the show in the rumbling and i'll say about the rumbling is that you don't want it to happen you just think these niggas are talking about it and fuck that's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> and yeah, it's just the pressure keeps building. But it's like, it's like if you one of them people that like being choked during sex, that's what this entire season may be. Because you want to breathe, but it, it's so good. You keep coming back for more. It's hurting you. But it also feels so good. So we'll see how this pans out. Again, that's all I have to say on it. The ending, song and animation. It's just feelings. Feelings. It's just feelings. So all that. Just if you're watching it, let's just talk about it. Deep Within the Muse is an unending laniverse. It begins and ends with the madam. You can discover that side of me, the commercial artist, or really just the artist, who just wants to make shit and not think about the money things and taxes and business expenses. But alas, that is existence. But I will not surrender. 
In light of that, you can follow my development on personal projects such as Orange 91, which is my personal biannual anthology that features my character short stories and also contains illustrations of them. So it's very magical realism kind of deal and just being very experimental with my style, with the kinds of tools that I use to make art and just making a great storytelling experience as I build the foundation to having my shit animated. It's ultimately the goal. There are aspects of the Indo Kanban that show up in the Laneiverse and on my platforms, namely on TikTok. But if you're curious about how my sweet dance moves break creative blocks and manifest the magic of all things needed in my universe, in my place of this etheric realm, hop on over to there at Laneface on TikTok. Also Instagram, where I mainly just port shit. Um, you can also connect with me on Facebook. If you can find that link somewhere, <laughs> find me. Um, not really that committed to Facebook. But YouTube will be rolling out and rolling out monthly videos. So just focusing on my creative business, my creative project development, and just my growth as a creator through and through without all the bells and whistles and noise and annoyance of society just as a being so hop on over to the links and again the show notes the laneiverse will have a website by the end of summer 2022 But while you wait, you can check out some of my previous artwork and wares at laneware.com, which will also be developing over the course of 2022. I will meet you there. The art is personal, but you're welcome. Thank you for watching episode seven of Faded Breaks, where I suggested that if you're in the state of Maryland, you have a medical canvas card you pick up fruity pebbles og cross with sour diesel grown by grow west where you can find it and if you're in the area hit up nirvana center in baltimore also mentioned when it's doing good grassroots canvas's strain birthday cake i like any concentrate the flower was boo boo as for nerd media anime, got into the giant issue of giant size issue of X-Men featuring Jean Grey and Emma Frost. How much I love that Diamond Frost the bitch. And that I will be talking about comics. Again, if you are in the Maryland area, visit Cosmic Comics and Toys. They're in Glen Burnie. And yeah, I'll be talking about comics every now and then. And to cap it all off, this is the last season of Attack on Titan. So if you are on the Titan train, if you are a shifter, whatever this community calls itself, I'll, I think I'll be throwing in brief 
updates about it every episode or every other episode or so. Because um, I'm a manga reader. I've been looking forward to the end of the anime and how they handle the pressure. But yeah. Other than that, I will see you, talk to you on Clubhouse. Look up Faded Breaks, spelled exactly how the show is spelled. Or look me up at Elena, A-L-A-I-N-A, The Muse, on Clubhouse. And that's every Monday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If I am late... You can bother me on social media if you can find me. Promise I won't be sleeping like the last time. But let's see. What else? Any other fun things? If you are interested in any of my services, products, or just learn more about Fade Breaks, Fade Lane, everything that I have to offer, check the show notes, show profile. There are links and descriptions. Reach out to me for, I don't know, questions, insights, but most importantly, show up on Mondays for the live discussions. I'll be expanding that in due time. Till then, stay ether real and thank you for your time.